Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh here in the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios alongside the former Packer and Badger running back Gary Ellerson. I'm Radio Joe in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. We bring him in now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, the future Hall of Famer. You all know him. He is Charles Woodson joining us. Charles, what is going on? How are you? Man, I'm doing great, man. I'm just sitting down here in Orlando, man, just enjoying the beautiful weather down here, man. You know how it is. Sunny, sunny Florida, baby. Yeah, I'm very jealous of you. It's like literally 50 <laughs> degrees colder up here. Actually, no, it's like 50 out there today. We actually have a mild day in late October. But, Charles, you know what? I don't know where to start with you because we have so much to ask. I know we're going to have some stories that we're going to hear, but I want to get your thoughts on really what's going on with the Wisconsin Badgers. I know you cover the Big Ten very closely. You're all over that Michigan football team, of course, but um, your reaction to really what's happened today in Madison and the fact that the Badgers are going to miss a game against Nebraska coming up on Saturday. Yeah, I think this is kind of the time that we're living in right now. I think everything is going to be touch and go. Uh, for college football and, and, of course, the NFL as well, you know, just depending on how many people you have that, you know, test positive for the coronavirus. And if you look at college college football, you know, it already got backed up, you know, a, a month or so for the college players. And now here you are, you have to miss a game in the, in the middle of uh, or the beginning of the season. And you know you don't have a lot of time to waste because you need all of these games if you're going to have any chance of being considered to you know, get into a college playoff or however they're going to do it at the end of the season. So I think this is a big blow, especially coming off the way that they played uh, last week. And, you know, it's going to, you know, much, much of the hype, of, of course, around uh, the quarterback and how outstanding he played. You know, they were feeling really good, I, I know, going into this week. And all of a sudden it kind of just, uh, you know, throws a, throws a, a wrench into the, into the game plan. So uh, it's going to be tough for those guys, man, to sit out this week and then try to figure it out from there. Well, this is Gary Ellerson. Glad to have you on, bro. Uh, I guess my, my question to you also would be, what was your thoughts on the protocol? The 21 days, you look at the SEC, ACC, I believe they had like 10 or 14 days or something like that. Did you think that was a, a, a bit too much or were you on board with the, the 21 days for the Big Ten? You talking about with the delay? Yeah, well, if you test positive, you have to sit out 21 days. So in essence, you may miss three games. I got you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that, you know, uh, initially I think it was when, when this thing first started, it was a 14-day quarantine. Right. 
mm-hmm. and you know to jump it to 21 you know for for those college players it's, it's almost like a punishment you know for testing positive for uh the coronavirus and, and then the thing is is that it, it, you don't even have to have the virus i mean if you're just in contact with somebody all of a sudden you got to you know quarantine for all this amount of time uh and my thing is hey I understand that, you know, you could be asymptomatic or whatever, but if I'm testing negative, then I should be able to play or I should be able to be around the team until I test positive, man. Don't don't sit me out uh, for, for three weeks or whatever it may be. Talking with Charles Woodson here, the future Hall of Famer here on the Wendy's Big Show and also part with Intercept Wine. We will we will get to Intercept Wine here in just a couple minutes, Charles. But um, I, I know coming up here in a few weeks, it's going to be a hell of a game. At least we hope it happens between the Badgers and Michigan. Uh, Michigan looked really good against Minnesota and obviously Graham Mertz shine in that first game against Illinois. That's really set up to be maybe one of the more premier matchups this year in the Big Ten. Absolutely, and I think you know all eyes are going to be on the on the two quarterbacks. I mean, we have Milton that that stepped up. Um, you know, this is first his first year starting, and I thought you know for his first game that he played a, a poised and, and complete football game, both throwing and running. And I think when when you look at our team and our success that, that we'll have this year, a lot of it is going to be depending on the way that he controls the game. And the same way with you guys with, with Graham, I, I don't know what you guys were expecting out of him, but man, he sure delivered. Um, so if we can get to that game, hopefully, you know, everything works out with, with Wisconsin and, um, you know, them, you know, having to miss this game. Hopefully everything shakes out and they can get back to work without any more uh, hiccups uh, down the road. Well, I'm, I'm going to be honest with it. This is the first time in a long time when I looked at Michigan football and I go, them dudes right there look like they can play. I mean, for a minute there, it looked like their recruiting wasn't up to par. Now it finally looks like that they've got some guys. They got that one freshman, a little, little running back. Like you can throw it to him and give it to him. He he's a game breaker. That quarterback, what well, he's about six five, two fifty. I mean, they they yeah. really have some talent right now on offense that I didn't think that they had in years past. Yeah, they do, and I, I think you know when I looked at it, I kind of got the same impression you got. They looked a little a little faster to me on offense. Yep. Um, mentioning, you know, what you just talked about uh, with the young uh, running back quorum, you know, catching the ball and being able to put your foot in the ground and and that first guy not having a chance, you know, that's the kind of players you need on your team. You need a guy who once he touches the ball, you know, you ain't worried about that first defender. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's going to get to the second level. And, you know, over the last year or so, or, or going back to last season, you know, we were talking about, you know, Michigan supposedly going to the spread offense. But we didn't really have spread offense type of receivers on our team. Uh, but we have some of those guys now. So I, I thought that was really encouraging, man. And I look forward to seeing those guys develop. Charles, let's transition over to the Packers. Um, I know you keep a close eye on them. And Aaron Rodgers is having one hell of a season. And a lot of people really weren't sure if Aaron was going to start to fade. He's only getting older. And at some point, he's he's got to say, I'm done. But Aaron Rodgers is nowhere close to being done. What have you made of the season that A-Rod has put together thus far? You know, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, just hearing, um, you know, people talk about A-Rod and, you know, season last year, and of course, it's you know I think he said it best when he said his worst season is is a career you know <laughs> career year for a lot of other guys. Um, you know when you have when you have the type of expectations that Aaron Rodgers is going to have, it's going to be easy uh, to disappoint people. 
you know, when, when you're not, when you don't have the best, best, the best season because they're expecting so much. Uh, and so for me, you know, I didn't expect anything other than what I see right now. Um, and, it, and to me, it has nothing to do with them drafting Jordan Love. I just feel like um, Aaron Rodgers is at a point in his career, 35 years old. Uh, as you mentioned, he is nearing the end. Aaron Rodgers is feeling like he's got to get two championships. He's got to get at least two. That's 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 what that's my feeling on on what he's thinking right now. It's like I don't have forever to play this game. One championship is, is enough, but you know I want to solidify myself. You know, in, in the history of this game, as one of the best to ever do it. I got to get the two championships. So I think you're just getting the best out of him. I think he's enjoying the game a lot. Um, even more, you know, I think, you know, just speaking from my own experience, man, it, 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 the, the longer I played, it seemed like the more I appreciated it and, and the more I just wanted to have fun doing it. And I, and I kind of see that in A-Rod right now, man. He's, he's having a good time with this team. And, um, I, again, I didn't expect anything less. Charles, it is hard to believe, though, that it's been almost a decade since you won that Super Bowl with the Packers. Are you surprised the Pack have not been able to get at least back to a Super Bowl in a decade? Well, they they, they should have been there in 2000, uh, was it 14, I believe. Yep. Um, you know, with that miraculous comeback by, by Seattle, um, that should have never happened, but it did. Uh, but they they should have been back to a Super Bowl. There's no, no, no question about it. Uh, but when I think about you know, even my time there in Green Bay, I just felt like we should have walked away out of there with at least two championships, no doubt about it. I just feel like, you know, there were some moves that, that, you know, probably could have been made throughout those seasons to, you know, go out and bring another, you know, impact player in, and it didn't happen. You know, it's like when I look on the news today and I see that um, the, the Seattle Seahawks brought in Dunlap, you know, those were the type of moves that, you know, I wish that during during my time we would have made bringing in some guys like that that can help us, you know, get back to the show. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's, it's just one of those things, man. I, I know the Packers are, are always thinking Super Bowl, and to only have one, like you said, it's been 10 years. I know they're itching to get back, and, I mean, just, like you say, time is running out. So Aaron's got to get it done this year or the next two. Well, that's my next question, cause I, I and I took a little heat yesterday, but I'm I'm sick and tired of seeing all these other jokers. Seattle's always get, be getting people, and you oh, look man. around, uh, oh. they, no joker, Khalil Mack go over to Chicago. We were in on him, and then it come out we were in on the Urch guy before he got hurt. Never get we always in on somebody, but we never get anybody. Here's my thing: right. they got JJ Watt right now. They they talking about they want to get rid of him. They got Will Fuller. They talking about they want to get rid of him, the receiver over there. They got Kenny Stills, which probably could cost you maybe a six-round pick over there. They want to get rid of him, and just and I'm just I'm just just sitting here looking. Go, we could use another receiver, and if you get J.J. Watt in that locker room, I feel like it would be what you brought to that locker room when you came in there. Damn the money, yeah, figure the money yeah, out. They got money. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 for me, you know, the one the one player you know, during my t- my tenure in Green Bay that I wish we like you said we were in on a guy, man, we were in on Marshawn Lynch. Now, think about bringing Marshawn. I remember that and, and and having him with with Aaron Rodgers. That's why I say, man, during my time, there's no way if we get Marshawn Lynch uh, that that we're not walking away with at least you know two titles. Uh, but I, you know, I heard. Um, you know, some, uh, watching TV today, and I heard that about, you know, Will Fuller 
uh, who who would definitely be a help as far as a, another guy that can stretch the field. Only problem I have with that is, you know, he's often injured, so you don't know if you have him for a couple of games, and then you know what happens when when playoffs come up, come around. But an interesting one to me was Amari Cooper. Yeah. Uh, with, with with what's going on down in Dallas, um, you know, I feel like they 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 may feel like they need to blow this team up, you know, the way things are going. And I think Amari Cooper alongside Devontae Adams, Devontae being your number one receiver, because I, because with Amari, I don't feel like Amari really wants to be number one guy anyway. But you have your number one, and then you bring in a guy to compliment him like Amari Cooper, who's, who's arguably the best route runner in, in all of football. That, w- that would be a scary deal. Yeah, because then because there's a lot of attention you got to pay pay to Amari, and and once the defense comes in and you're game planning, you got to figure out which one of these guys am I going to take out for the game? Which one am I going to double? And each one of these guys are capable. You see what Devontae did last week, just right. shy of 200 yards. Both of these guys are capable of 200 yard games. So if they could, if they could make a play like that and make it make sense, that would be the one I would say, man, go get him if you can. We're talking with Charles Woodson here on the Wendy's Big Show and, of course, brought to you by Intercept Wine, which he is a just a just huge with. He he is a huge wine connoisseur. i got to ask him about wine here in a second. But, Charles, you know, on the defensive side of the ball for the Packers, Jair Alexander is incredible. I mean, he it, they've been showing a lot of statistics about him, and he has been able to shut these top wideouts down. I mean, quarterbacks aren't even throwing at the wide receivers that Jair is guarding. What have you seen from Jair Alexander, and do you think he is the next shutdown corner here for the Green Bay Packers? You know, the first thing that, that comes to my mind when I think about Jair Alexander is that he loves football. I think, first and foremost, man, uh, you got to have that. And, I, and you know, I, I think that's, you know, that sometimes you use that loosely. You know, does a guy love football? And most guys are going to say, yeah, I love football. But the, the short time that I spent around uh, Jair, man, I could tell that he loves football. You know what I mean? He loves going out there and compete. Um, the type of energy that he brings um, each and every minute of the day. Like I said, I was only only around him just for a short period of time. And, I mean, he got me excited. I, I mean, I I wouldn't mind signing for another couple, <laughs> a couple years, you know, just to play around with, with him. But, you know, I think he he he, he attacks the game um, with with the particular mindset. I think that you have to have out there playing corner, and that is that hey, this is this is my turf, and I'm go- I'm going to defend it. You know, to the to the last breath, to the last blade of grass, and that's that's what you need out of a guy out there that you expect to go out there and play with some of these top guys in the league. And uh, I was looking earlier too, and you, and you talk about the. Um, the guys that he's been on where they haven't even thrown the ball his way, you know, Ridley and uh, a couple couple of other guys uh, I saw in there. Um, that's respect, and, and he's gaining respect. And, and I think the respect comes, too, um, as a guy who um, can get the football, who, who, who plays the football very well. And so quarterbacks are mindful of that. They're mindful of the guys who are very uh, ball-friendly, you know, guys that know how to get the ball out of the air. So, um, I mean, I, I love, you know, watching this watching him play. I love his passion for the game. And I think that's why he's doing so well. What? Well, uh, so this intercept wine. Now, last time I saw you talk to you, we made a little exchange, and I, I got that 24 <laughs> for you from you, you know. <laughs> but my 24s, 
it's all empty wood. So what what does that intercept? What how does that different from the twenty four? So the twenty four was you know that was the first label that I had did um, started when I was in Oakland and uh, you know playing for the Raiders and uh, I started you know Charles Woodson wines twenty four wines when I was there and we had a Cabernet coming out of Calistoga, hundred um, percent cab. And so then as, as time uh, went on, uh, that 24 wine was, was a high-end wine. And so I needed to get to uh, a more affordable but still high-quality wine. And so I partnered up with O'Neill Vintners out of Paso Robles, which is uh, Central Coast, California. And we came up with Intercept. And so Intercept is made out of, out of Paso, uh, which is, of course, south of Napa Valley. So... Now, uh, rather than just have, having the one varietal, you know, the Cabernet, I have four varietals. So I have a Cabernet, a Red Blend, a Pinot, and a Chardonnay. Um, so very, very exciting. Uh, I know we, we just launched in, in, uh, in Wisconsin, you know, a few, few weeks back. Uh, so excited to have it there in, in Wisconsin as well. So, yeah, so it, there it is, man, Intercept Wine. Intercept Wines. <laughs> interceptwine.com for anybody that wants to go online and check it out. Charles, how did you get into wine? Like, when was the day where it's like, you know what? I think I need to make a business out of this. Yeah, it just kind of happened organically, really. You know, just spending time in Napa. You know, our training camp was in Napa Valley. And, you know, I'm going there, going there as a 21-year-old, you know, young man coming out of college, knowing nothing about wine. And uh, every year, you know, three or four weeks, I'm in camp. I'm in know one of the most beautiful parts of the country in Napa Valley and I started drinking wine as a result of that just being out there and uh I just I just loved everything about Napa you know I love the wine of course the food um the culture out there the people and I just got wrapped up in it man and I said you know what I want to be a part of this long term and uh so that's when I decided you know I want to get into the wine game I want to pair that up would with a nice cigar with a nice cigar go with that intercept so is that is that a blend what what is is that a cab the intercept well i have i have four varietals okay so i have the cabernet mm-hmm. right i have a red blend i have a pinot and i have the chardonnay oh, wow. so those okay. are all all four different varietals and uh it really all depends on you know it's, it's, it's those cigars and wine is you know sort of like food and wine it, it, the pairings uh, you know are important depending on whether you like a full-bodied cigar medium-bodied cigar or a light cigar you know what i'm saying yep so so if, if you like um uh a, a full uh, full-bodied cigar man i would go with the red blend or gotcha. the cabernet you, you know what i mean you. something, something a little lighter look something at a little you. lighter that you yeah. like to smoke on then I, then I would go with that chardonnay man ain't your mama proud of you <laughs> <laughs> she hey, gotta you know be to this man hey, talking you know wine. this man talking hey, wine and cigar your mama gotta be hey, proud what you know what i say to that yes what? She is. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking with charles woodson here on the wendy's big show for just a couple more minutes uh charles i gotta ask you the most obvious question of obvious questions and i know you've probably already gotten it a hundred times and you might get it a hundred more times but i'm gonna ask it here you are eligible for the pro football hall of fame and I think everyone and their mother would agree that you're you're in. I mean, there's there's no debate. What will it mean for you to put on that gold jacket and to be 
involved with all that greatness that's ever come across this great game? Man, uh, <clears throat> I think if you, like if you think back to you know, and I'm, I'm speaking to you and Gary and anybody in the audience, like if you ever, uh, if you could go back to your childhood, right, and just remember doing something that was worthy of a pat on the back, you know, from your parents or, or you know, your grandmother or, 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 or uncle, your favorite uncle or something. Think about that feeling that you had when they told you, you know what, man, it's a job well done. If you could just, if you can bottle that feeling up, I think that'll be the same feeling, you know, the day that I could put on that gold jacket and say, man, you know, the the the, the NFL, the, the the world of the NFL, and, and those that watch it, those that enjoy it, you know, every Sunday, Monday, Thursday, or Saturday, um, they're telling me, good job, well done. That's that's what it's gonna mean. Last one, let you get going, Joe. Can you play this cut from real quick? Cause I gotta ask him this question. We'll let him get out of here. Check this. The president don't want to come watch us to the Super Bowl. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? We'll go see him. <laughs> what? Come on, man. Where'd you come up with that at? Man, that was that was off the cuff, man. I, I was walking in the locker room after the game, and you know, so I, I had I was a, I was one of the captains. Well, and, I want to back up. So, what game was that? Yeah, that was the, that was after uh, Chicago, man. That was a championship game down in, okay. in Soldier. Okay. And uh, you know, I had been you know basically nominated by the other captains to be the guy that that you know talked before the game and also after the game. So. You know, each week I just tried to come up with something, man, that was, you know, somewhat impactful, you know, for the next game or, you know, speaking about the game that we just won. And coming off the field, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, you know, what it is I'm going to say. And, and I remember, you know, watching uh, television and hearing uh, uh, President Obama saying that if, the, if Chicago went on to the Super Bowl, he would go. But that's the only way he was going. And, you know, I'm thinking to myself, man, I, I voted for you, man. You can come watch me if I go too, you know. <laughs> so, so when I get up there, man, you know, I'm talking, and I said, man, you know what? I, I think I got the per- the perfect punchline, and it, this this was sort of like my this was sort of like my uh, um, my guarantee. This was this was my Joe Namath. You know what I mean? This was look, we go into the Super Bowl and we gonna win it, and it's all good. If the president doesn't want to come. You know, down at the Dallas, where we're going to be, then you don't worry, don't worry about it. We'll win, and we'll just take our take our butts over there to the White House, man. Check him out. So that was it, man. Awesome. And, Love and, it. and the rest is history. Charles, before we let and, you and go, too, <laughs> that's right. And yeah. before we let you go, too, I also understand that you have a scholarship that you have put together. Hopefully, if I ever make a few bucks in this industry, I'll be able to have a scholarship for someone. But a really cool deal. What It's the Charles Woodson and O'Neill Family Wine Scholarship? Yeah, so uh, Jeff O'Neill, who I was mentioning, who owns O'Neill Vintner, uh, we partnered up um, to provide a scholarship to young um, you know, black indigenous people of color uh, that want to get into um, basically the study of the study of wine and, and who want to go to school and study wine. And so uh, a scholarship was created, uh, you know, for two two students. One at um, I believe it's Cal Poly in uh, Sonoma State, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Four year scholarship, and uh, they can go to school, man, and room and board 
paid for. So, you know, that's a, that's a burden that they don't have to deal with. But just trying to get young um, African-American people of color who want to be involved with wine, who, who, who don't think they have the opportunity uh, to get into wine or don't think that wine is for them, we're trying, to let, we're trying to show them and let them know that it is for you and uh, we need more of you. So just trying to make this thing, as, this, this world, as diverse as we can at every level. Charles, can I ask you one more thing before we let you go? <laughs> yeah. Just, just one more thing. Are you, surpri- yeah. are you surprised Leroy Butler isn't in the hall? Yeah, I, I think, I think Leroy, man, I think he's knocking on the door. Um, and I, and I, I know how much it would mean to him. I, I, I really do, man. And, and I think that when you look at uh, Leroy's career and, and what he's done, and then, and then you just compare it, you know, to, to guys that are in, I think it opened, it opened your eyes. I mean, I think Leroy is definitely deserving. And uh, look, I don't know when or where, but I think he'll get in. He is Charles Woodson, future Hall of Famer, joining us here for just a few minutes on the Wendy's Big Show. Charles, you can come on anytime you'd like. We'd love to have you back. And if you want to get some Intercept Wines, go to cwinterceptwines.com and get some today. Charles, thank you so much. We'll talk again soon. And just for the people in Wisconsin, that they can go on the website and you can put in your zip code and find out places in Wisconsin that are closest to you that carries Intercept wine. So perfect. You don't just have to order, you don't just have to order order it online. Um, there is somewhere near you that that has it. And uh, I can't wait for Lambo to get back open because I need Intercept wines in Lambo. <laughs> right now for everybody to hear. <laughs> Ready to go talk to Mark Murphy then? <laughs> Absolutely. Charles. All right, bro. Thank you. All right. All right. Yep. Take care. There he is. Charles Woodson joining us here on the Wendy's Big Show and on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling just a little anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Some great stuff from Charles Woodson there. That was a lot of fun. Other side of the break, we will uh, get back into the breaking news regarding the Wisconsin Badgers and whether or not... The Big Ten is doing the right thing here. Do they have the right COVID protocols in place, or is it a little too much? Is it a little too extreme? We'll talk about that next. He's Gary Ellerson. I'm Radio Joe. More of the Wendy's Big Show here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.